At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Another major championship in golf has arrived. It's the U.S. Open this week at Torrey Pines. John Rahm, the 9 to 1 favorite. But a lot of people are putting their money on an unlikely winner, Phil Mickelson. VSIN's Ben Fox on betting across America. Everyone is on Phil Mickelson right now. Basically, William Hill, DraftKings, BetMGM. He is either the most bet or the second most bet. He is the highest liability. At William Hill, they think they're going to have over seven figures liability on him. So, again, everyone betting on Phil Mickelson, right? He just won the PGA Championship. Just a little background here for, you know, we'll we'll go to the the sheet here. He's played in 16 events this year. He's missed seven cuts. (laughs) I don't need to read off how he's done the other tournaments, but let's say there's a lot of tied for 40, 50, 20, 69th. He just missed the cut. He won the PGA Championship. That's been the one that he won, obviously. But generally, lightning doesn't strike twice. I don't know if I'd be going out. It seems like everyone, again, on the public, just about every sports book here is everyone's betting on Phil Mickelson. Most money, most dollars. He's right around kind of 50 to 1, 45 to 1 range. Coming down, obviously, some shops 150 to 1, 100 to 1. Obviously, lessened a lot after he won the PGA Championship. But... Just people, public, you know, (laughs) just look at the overall picture here and not recency bias. I don't think he's going to win the championship. Maybe I'll have to eat my words. Maybe I will. But just a little caution there. Throw, you know, a little caution for the public bettors. VSIN's Ben Fox on betting across America with Mike Pritchard and James Salinas. Weekdays 3 to 5, weekends 1 to 3 Eastern on VSIN. John Ron, the 9 to 1 favorite. Dustin Johnson, 16 to 1. Defending champion Bryson DeChambeau. Brooks Kepka and Xander Shoffley. All the 
Bartlett, 18 to 1. Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, 20 to 1. Phil Mickelson, popular with the public after his PGA Championship win, is 50 to 1. The controversy surrounding the use of foreign substances by pitchers in Major League Baseball has worked its way into the betting market. Spin rates are down this week after last week's revelations. On a numbers game, Gil Alexander talked with pro better and point spread weekly contributor Jason Weingarten. Do you think that the betting market when it comes to totals will adjust at a rate that is not going to make it exploitable? In other words, will they be slow to adjust to something like this? You mean like adjust totals upwards? Yes, yes. More, more hits? Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I tend to think... You know, books, books use their models and stuff to make lines. A lot of that stuff's already baked in. Um, they have access to the same information, more or less, that, that everybody else does. So, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised on totals. But I, the derivative I would probably look more at is hits run the errors. Um, you, you, you know, you, you're going to see, if you're losing a lot of first innings, you're probably going to see a lot of hits run errors under. If you're seeing a lot of first innings win, you're probably going to start seeing hit run errors that were going under start going over. Um, so I've, I've, I've been starting to pay more attention to that. I like it. If you miss any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys of the Desert, Lombardi Line, and VSIN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. We've also got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. VSIN.com slash podcast. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest VSIN odds at VSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. The best golf handicappers in the business are at VSIN, and the best place to find them is on the Long Shots podcast. The Long Shots panel. That is now nine wins over the last 12 weeks. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds analyze every aspect of each tournament. It's the best part of his game right now. Yeah. He's top 10 in strokes game putty. And talk with the industry's best guests. We are proud to have Scott Van Pelt with us. I just like Thomas because the trend line's really good. Download Long Shots at vsin.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you place your next bet, visit vcin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our unique tools, including odds comparisons from sportsbooks across the country, prop bet search engine, and custom parlay calculator. Everything you need to increase your betting knowledge and confidence is at your fingertips. Visit vcin.com today. Welcome into the Lombardi line on a Tuesday. I am Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa on a Tuesday of 
U.S. Open week. And Wes and I will, of course, be taping long shots a little bit later today and previewing the third major championship in the world of golf later today here at the South Point. But uh, excessive heat warnings all over the Southwest right now, Wes. But nice and cool inside the fortress before a raucous crowd. Game one between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Montreal Canadiens in their best-of-seven conference final. And Vegas gets it done. Four to one, your final. They win as a minus 260 favorite. Some money had come in on on the Montreal Canadiens, and the game stays just under the total of five and a half. Yeah, and after the first 20 minutes, the first period, I thought Montreal, even though they were down on the scoreboard, did kind of outplay the Golden Knights. Golden Knights still had the lead. I wouldn't say they were totally sluggish, but I thought Montreal was kind of the aggressor in the first period, but nevertheless, we're down one to nothing, and then it eventually got away. And if you look, Montreal being down pretty much the whole game, Uh, Once that goal happened 10 minutes in, they were the ones that had to push the action. And yet the Golden Knights had more shots and had more high danger chances. So you just kind of had Montreal getting overmatched here. And obviously the first time before a crowd, I don't know if that had that much of a factor. I just think that you've got a deeper, better and faster team. Montreal, very good defensively. I thought both goaltenders, by the way, were very good last night. Carey Price and Marc-Andre Fleury. And if you had if you had the under and you were uh, trying to survive here when Montreal pulled the goaltender with about four minutes and 15 seconds left to go. They sent Carey Price to the bench and still stayed on five. Five and a half was the total juice the under about minus 130. So uh, a nice sweat last night personally for me on, on that under, but didn't get there. And uh, Marc-Andre Fleury made a couple of really good saves in the final few minutes to uh, be able to preserve that under. So 4-1 Golden Knights, your final one nothing series lead. And it's just, it's just going to be tough. This is just a step up in class for the Montreal Canadiens. They're very good defensively. Obviously, I mentioned very good goaltending, but I'm just not sure that there's much they can do. I'm seeing the Vegas Golden Knights now pretty much across the board, minus 1,100 to go ahead and win this series, plus $7 to take back on Montreal, and even that juicy price isn't going to get me interested. Well, we'll get more into this series and that between the Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning throughout the show. Rob Pozzola will join us in hour number two to provide his thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoff picture and what maybe are the best ways at this point to cash some more tickets on the ice. On the NBA playoff hardwood, it was game four between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta and early on it looked like the Sixers were going to cruise to a 3-1 series advantage, but not so fast, my friend. The Hawks really turned it around in the second half. They end up winning the ball game 103-100. They win out Right as three-point underdogs to even this series at two games apiece, and the game stays well under the total. Yeah, and and this is what concerns you about the 76ers. And I and in full disclosure, I have a five to one on them to win the Eastern Conference, but this is what can concern you is they can throw in some clunkers here, even though they were leading most of the first half and deep into the third quarter, that they win that they lose games that they should probably win. And when you're making a run for an NBA championship, when you're really looking at who the big kids are, who the real title contenders are. 
One thing you always see with these teams, no matter how good they are, they got to find a way to at least win a game that they probably should have lost, but they just pull it out just on grit and will. And this was one of those games for Philadelphia last night. Now, you've seen Milwaukee, granted that James Harden was missing in game three, but you saw Milwaukee kind of grit and will themselves to that win. And that's what a championship contender and what a championship team is going to have to do. Philadelphia not able to do that last night. Joel Embiid, by the way, over of 12 in the second half. 4 of 20 for the game, 17 points, 21 rebounds. We know he's not 100%, but you just you looked at Philadelphia down the stretch if you were watching that game and they just they they didn't have anything. They were they were taking bad shots. They weren't a, they weren't able to pull away. They weren't able to get stops when they needed. Everybody in the starting lineup was in double figures, but it did not matter. And and Trey Young, even though he had 25 points and 18 assists, didn't have one of his vintage games in terms of shooting the basketball. He's 8 of 26 from the floor. Bogdanovich, 9 of 24 from the floor. Those two players took half of the shots for the Atlanta Hawks last night. But Atlanta, the ATL, does get a win now 2-2 two to two going back to Philadelphia. I still think Philadelphia is in good shape to win that series. But, man, they let an opportunity get away last night. Well, so do the odds makers as your adjusted series price still has Philadelphia as a pretty good size favorite at minus 300 to take back on Atlanta here at BetMGM is plus 240. If you want to bet the exact series outcome, the 76ers winning in six games, four games to two is plus 140. That is actually the favorite. 76ers win in seven games is plus 190. Now you already have the future on Philadelphia. Would you consider getting involved? maybe with a plus price on the Hawks? Uh, I would consider it. I don't think I'm going to do it, though. I think I'm just going to let it be for the time being. I do think Philadelphia is still obviously the favorite and the team to beat really in this series. You just had a bad shooting night from a lot of the superstars, except for Seth Curry, who was seven to 10, even though he did not make that basket at the end that would have been able to tie the game. So Embiid goes four of 20 last night, Tobias Harris. They really didn't use enough either. It's like they were forgetting that he was on the floor and you had Embiid forcing shots. You had Seth Curry there at the end. It seemed like Tobias Harris did not get a lot of looks down the stretch for the Philadelphia 76ers and he was 8 of 15 hit a couple threes for 20 points it's like this is a guy in score you can rely on a little bit and maybe they became too Joel Embiid reliant Ben Simmons has a double double almost has a triple double 11 points 12 rebounds and just one short on the assist with nine but it felt late in the game in crunch time. I know that's what you have to do in the NBA. You want your stars to be able to carry your team when it's winning time and when it's closing time. But I felt they were a little bit too reliant on Joel Embiid. And they got to get Philadelphia's firing when Embiid is producing the big numbers, but everybody else is getting involved. But Harris is getting involved. Simmons is able to drive to the rim. Seth Curry, Cork Maz, all those guys shooting threes. And you just didn't see it. You saw that offense bogged down big time here in the final few minutes. Out West, it was game four between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Utah Jazz down in Southern California. And early on, it looked like the Clippers were going to cruise to victory. Well, that didn't change. They did. 
118 to 104, your final score. They were leading by 24 points at the half. They covered as five-point favorites. This game stays just barely under the total, and we have yet another series, West that is tied at two games apiece. Yeah, Paul George and Kawhi, when they're on, they're very tough to beat, and you saw it last night. 31 points for PG-13, and also 31 for Kawhi Leonard. Now, Kawhi did leave the game with an injury down the stretch, and then Utah was able to get it to around 10. 10 points where maybe you thought, okay, they're going to make a run and maybe get inside this plus five number because it was kind of a little bit touch and go there the final two minutes, but the Clippers able to put it away and thought that the two superstars absolutely delivered, and that's what they had to do. And also Marcus Morris was really the key. Six of 11, five of six from three. When he's hitting threes, he can be very dangerous. 24 points from Marcus Morris. Donovan Mitchell, yet another big game, had to take 26 shots, but did have 37 points so he continues to produce these big scoring numbers at an astonishing rate but just wasn't enough I I laid the five with the Clippers last night and you just kind of felt like once they got that win at home on Sunday or excuse me on Saturday that their confidence was going to be back and now we have a 2-2 basically a best of three series here and if the stars are going to produce then that's a very good thing Reggie Jackson who'd kind of been a revelation this series at least early on albeit in losing efforts only four points last night so if the two stars are going and then you have somebody step up whether it's Reggie Jackson whether it's Marcus Morris whether it's Nick Batum or somebody off the bench Kennard has given him some minutes after he was basically on the side of a milk carton for that Dallas series. (laughs) Didn't hardly play him a a while. He was missing in action, despite the fact that he signed that nice free agent contract in the offseason. And they're finally playing him, and he's giving him some minutes. And Ty Lue, I think, is at least starting to figure out his substitution rotations a little bit better. DeMarcus Cousins, who saw a lot of minutes in Utah in Game 2, a DNP last night. So, you know, finally starting to figure out, hey, I got to play Terrence Mann. I got to keep my minutes with Zubac to a minimum because defensively in the pick and roll, he really struggles, but nevertheless gave you eight points and five rebounds off the bench. So Clippers, uh, that's who I took in the series price before this, actually after game one at plus 180. And now you're basically seeing them plus 110, plus 105 here in the market in terms of a best of three tomorrow night, Jazz minus two and a half, 222 the total. Yeah, the adjusted series price, I figure, is basically just based on home court advantage here, which the Utah Jazz still have. They are minus 130 favorites to close out this series here at BetMGM. And like you say, plus 110 on the takeback. On the Clippers. And by the way, if you had the total last night, which I believe closed at like 222 and a half, 223. Some, yeah, I think okay. it was about a point or a point and a half under. Yeah, about a minute left to go. It was at 222. So you didn't get any scoring there in that final minute if you were sweating that total either over or under. So uh, maybe a little bit of a of a tough racket. I think if, if you had the over here, you would have expected, okay, the second unit's in. So it's like, okay, everybody's just looking to get their shot. Maybe the defense is not going to be is good, but no points in the final minutes of the under gets home. If you look at the series prices as far as uh, predicting the exact outcome, and I know you're on the Clippers at plus 180, the Clippers winning in six games is plus 275. The Clippers in seven is plus 325. Those are pretty good-looking prices if you think the Clippers are going to emerge from this series. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say so if you if you think that they have the momentum. And I know Donovan Mitchell, look, uh, he left the game in, in game three but ended up scoring 37. So you don't want want to, I guess, overrate 
injury, every injury is different. So you don't want to necessarily overrate these. I mean, it's that old adage, are you playing hurt or you're playing injured? Well, a lot of these guys are playing hurt right now when you've gone through a 72-game regular season. Too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, you're playing through it. I've, that's what you have to do. It's tough to see sometimes. Sometimes you can see guys really laboring out there. But that, that's what you have to do at this standpoint, especially when you have razor-thin margins in these series. And then the next series we're going to get to, obviously, a lot of injuries there. So you're going to have uh, certain players having to carry teams on their back. Yep, that is exactly the case here as we move to what is in action tonight on the NBA playoff hardwood. And that is another series that is tied at two games apiece. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets, they will return to Brooklyn after the Bucks held serve on their home. Court game five this evening at 5:30 Pacific, 8:30 p.m. Eastern time. Now the prices, as you allude to, Wes, have adjusted substantially, uh, primarily due to the injury to Kyrie Irving in game four. Irving will not play tonight, and I didn't think Har- uh, James Harden was going to play tonight either. And maybe he still will not, but he has been upgraded from out to doubtful. So I don't know how much that really changes things as far as going forward for both Irving and Harden. Their future is uncertain at this point. Four game five tonight in Brooklyn. Milwaukee is a road favorite laying four points. And we've seen some money go to the over in this game now to 219 and a half. If you want to take Brooklyn on the the perhaps uh, the likelihood that Harden would play, which, of course, you mentioned he's listed as doubtful. You probably want to take it now. I don't anticipate it's already been priced in or it's already been bet or really priced in by the odds makers. I don't think that this is going up very much north of four here on the Milwaukee Bucks. So if you want to take the Nets, take them now, because obviously if Harden's ruled in, you're going to see a drop to two and a half, two or something like that, maybe where Milwaukee is a very small road favorite. What I have for the series I mentioned here before the series started was plus one and a half games on Milwaukee minus 135 so I was basically saying okay if they can get it to seven then you're at least a winner but I didn't know if they were going to take this series in seven so Kevin Durant is really going to have to carry these guys and credit PJ Tucker he was really the key in game four on Sunday limited him Kevin Durant got his points but he had to take a lot of shots to get those points and that's what PGA PJ Tucker has to do and also the Bucks probably got a friendly whistle and I was on them Sunday, but they got a friendly whistle because they really let the physical play go. And I think if they let physical play go, that's really going to benefit them on that side because Tucker was able to kind of beat and bang on Duran, hack him up a little bit. And if he's not going to line, he was obviously getting frustrated with the whistle. So, you know, if Tucker's not in foul trouble early on, that obviously gives them an advantage. Giannis, I thought, probably played his best game of the series in game four, 34 points, 14 and 26 shooting. And like we were saying Sunday when we were doing the green zone during this game, he was using them go-go gadget arms to really get to the rim. It's like, stop shooting those threes. Now, he made his first one, so he had to take a couple more. You know, it's always like if he makes a couple early, then you're worried about that. It's like, oh, we're in trouble because he's going to think they're all going in. Well, he only ended up one for five from the three-point line. So that's what Giannis needs to do is not fall in love with the three and really go to the rim. Bucks on the road this season, 22-18 and 18 straight up, just 16-23-1, against the spread. Nets have been great at home since April 14 and two straight up 12 three and one 80% at home so 
you know, it, it's now, I think, kind of priced in here. Brooklyn did go cold the last two games in Milwaukee, just 28% from the three. So you would think, okay, water's going to find its level a little bit, not only with Kevin Durant, but with Joe Harris and Bruce Brown and some of the other guys that can shoot the three for this Brooklyn team. Four is probably, I think, a little bit generous. As of now, I'm going to stay out of this one just to kind of monitor the movement, and maybe I'll get involved in the prop market if I see anything. But I think that this is about rightly priced. If you want to take Brooklyn, though, I would take it now because I don't think it's going to increase any higher. Tied at two games apiece, the series. Now Milwaukee is a favorite to close out the Brooklyn Nets here at BetMGM at minus 175. Brooklyn on the take back at plus 145. And, of course, that is predicated upon the fact that uh, two of the big three are currently out of the lineup, Kyrie Irving and James Harden. We will see when and if they will return for the Brooklyn Nets. We will return with some NBA futures market talk here on the Lombardi line on VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We had basketball. 
basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of old, 21 years or older to physically. <laughs> Gosh, let me see. You got to be 21 to gamble. Located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. 1-800-522-4700. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you here inside the Lombardi line on a Tuesday. And Wes, before we get into some of these futures markets, I want to get back to that Nets and Bucks game, game five tonight. And we're talking about the four-point spread and in favor of the road team, Milwaukee. And I think you make a good point about Harden's status. Now, he's listed as doubtful, so the chances are not real good right. that he's going to play. But if you're going to bet the game uh, on the Nets, bet it now. And, and that was my first reaction, was to bet the Nets in this game, because it's mm-hmm. Seems the overwhelming thought of the general public out there is, oh boy, everybody's injured for Brooklyn. Milwaukee's going to cruise home, if not this game, the series, what have you. This looks like a spot, and maybe it's the fallen hero theory, whatever. It, it just seems like a contrarian spot, definitely, to take the points with the Nets. It does, and keep in mind, with the Nets kind of being the walking wounded with two of their big three out, they did get a return that I think could prove very beneficial in this game. It was Jeff Green who came back in game three. He had missed six games with a foot injury. So, look, when you come back, you're going to be a little rusty, perhaps, in that first game. So, this is a guy that I think, though, maybe not from an offensive standpoint, because I think the Nets are going to have enough offense, even without those two guys. They're going to be able to have Durant. Joe Harris, obviously, shoots much better at home. Look, he shoots great pretty much in every gym, 47.5% from beyond the arc, but almost 50% at home. So, he's had a couple off-shooting games. I would expect at least some bounce back from Joe Harris, but Jeff Green being able to defend multiple positions where you can switch him. He is essentially the prototype of a three and D guy can hit a few threes for you and basically defend on the wing against either smaller guys, smaller, quicker guys, or even bigger guys. Very good defender, very savvy veteran player. There's a reason why he's still in this league at his age. So I think that's very beneficial for the Nets. If I am going to bet this game, which I have not to this point on a side, it would be Brooklyn at plus four, just because I think it's kind of been overcompensated now because look, when you get that common refrain and you'll see it on social media, sometimes you can use social media to get you winners when everybody kind of has the same sentiment. Yeah. Go the other way on this because when all this happened on Sunday, it's like, Oh man, now this series is over. They were saying it was over before game three with Brooklyn. Brooklyn, like Milwaukee's going to get swept. So don't be afraid to kind of play against that sentiment because when you have that sentiment, not only on social media, but on mainstream media, a lot of times those guys are wrong. So I would lean to Brooklyn well, it's here. It's adjusted plus four. in the price. Yes. Too, you know? Yeah, they know that too. You're not fooling these guys. Look, the lines are as tight as they're going to be in the NBA. This is not, you know, a January, Wednesday night in the regular season when you got 12 games on the card and you got to book all these lines and you might make some mistakes as an odds maker or get hit on something and not realize it. Now you just have one or two games basically every single night. So these numbers are going to be tight. You're not going to fool 
those guys. They've already priced this in, and they already have assigned a value. Okay, what is James Harden's value? What is Kyrie Irving's value here? And they can look at all the numbers and say, okay, how does Ky- what is the plus-minus with Kevin Durant and Joe Harris? So you're not really fooling these guys numbers-wise. And I would imagine it's shaded a little bit higher than what the true line might be. Because sure, because they point, know people will pay the tax. It's they like, know why the, give them a good number? Exactly. They know the, the consensus thought out there is that Brooklyn's done. If I was going to bet this game, and I have not, and I probably won't, but I would definitely lean towards the Nets plus the four points. Let's take a look at these futures markets here real quick. We'll go to the odds to win the NBA Finals MVP. And the one that jumped out at me, Wes, you and I were on this program about a week ago, and I said, Chris Paul, 25 mm-hmm. to 1. He's going to get the sentimental vote if they get there and win this thing. He's all the way down to 9 to 1. Of course, they have closed out the Denver Nuggets, but you know, nine to one, obviously that's a much shorter price and, and the value has been sucked out of it, but I still don't think he's a bad play. I've kind of been on the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Phoenix Suns in the final for a while now. Yeah. And, and Chris Paul now has been scoring. We saw in that Lakers series where he's having that shoulder issue. You know, this guy was only getting six and eight points. Now he's getting 30 plus points in a closeout game. And it's not all Devin Booker, the young guy to have to carry him forward. So now Chris Paul has been cut of the guys on the left side. I still think he would have the value of that bunch at nine to one. I can't really get next to anybody on the right side of the column. Maybe Paul George. That's the only case I could make. Though. Yep. Yep. Paul George don't really want to go with Kawhi at uh, just under eight to one but George certainly at 16 might make some sense if the Clippers can win it all we'll come back and talk some hockey next here Stanley Cup playoffs on the Lombardi line NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find the betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops in sight. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game at VEASAN.com. Our daily members-only best bet emails as well. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for a 10-day free trial at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Lombardi line. What did we learn from the first two games of the Stanley Cup Finals? Let's take a look, Mr. Reynolds. Vegas, of course, takes a one-game-to-none series lead over Montreal, winning on Monday night here at T-Mobile. Four-to-one your final. The series price now on Vegas to move forward is anywhere from minus 900 to minus 1,100 to advance to the Stanley Cup Final. And the take-back on the Montreal Canadiens, anywhere between five-to-one or six-to-one. One, if you want to look at the exact outcome of the series, Vegas to pull off the sweep is plus 280. The favorite is Vegas in five, which is four games to one, of course. That is at plus 220. So looking back at game one, and I, and I posed the question here, what did we learn? 
What did you learn? Are you thinking five, sweep, six? What do you think? Brady, I learned that maybe I'm going to make my last bet in this series. Was able to get out with the two and one. Uh, I know our guy Randy McKay liked the first period under and the game under. I also went along with that one and a half and five and a half. But I did like that first period on the Canadians. I thought they were going to be excited to finally be outside it of Canada with, with, with a new building. And I thought they played very well in the first period, but still Shea Theodore from the point got it in and it was one nothing this is not a Montreal team that really scores a lot of goals I was saying they kind of gave me 2012 LA Kings vibes because <laughs> of the hot goaltending where Jonathan Quick really kind of put him on the back for the Stanley Cup but then I remembered that LA Kings team had a little bit more offensive talent than this Montreal team does so probably I'm, I'm never going to say never because you're always if you bet it you can, if you can get the right price you go ahead and fire and don't be bashful about it but this might be a series where I may be looking more at totals betting. I just, gosh, I was so discouraged by seeing what I saw out of the Canadians necessarily last night. Because if there was a game you thought, okay, they could steal, mm -hmm. this is like the perfect spot. They're going to be raring to go. They're finally outside of Canada. So, you know, they see a little bit of normalcy. I know they see the full crowd, and they've been playing basically in morgues all year up in Canada with no spectators. So maybe that could have been a culture shock. I don't think that was necessarily the case but you kind of felt okay the Golden Knights after that first game you know they slayed their dragon it's kind of like uh, I remember being an Indianapolis Colts fan when they finally beat the Patriots in the playoffs and I was at the AFC championship game and then they go play the Bears in the Super Bowl which obviously the Super Bowl is the biggest stage and they started out sluggish mm -hmm. if you remember Devin Hester with the house call oh, yeah. there so it was like I was okay on that. here's a slow start you know here we go now it's like okay our goal now we got to remember was to get the Lombardi trophy and not to beat the New England Patriots and that's kind of what the Vegas Golden Knights our goal was not to beat our rivals the Colorado Avalanche our goal is to go ahead and get Lord Stanley's Cup so then you got to get refocused and I thought that was going to be a little tough for the Golden Knights well it looked the, like that almost manifested yeah. you know you had right out of the gate Montreal charges on in on flurry he makes mm -hmm. a great save and and I was thinking the whole time boy if Montreal scores here and, and leads one nothing after the first period Vegas is in trouble yeah but they were able to take that punch that that the Canadians delivered there early in the game they kind of got into their rhythm and you know really just rolled the rest of the way Vegas kind of got into their routine but but to your point they were able to shrug off I think you know that possible letdown in the in about the first 10-12 minutes of that first period yeah they were and they eventually settled in because I think a lot of even VGK partisans and homers out here and we know our fair share of them of course being living out here in Las Vegas, Brady kind of thought they were a little bit worried about this game because it's like, okay, this is kind of the flat spot. This team has nothing to lose. Big they've price, won, overconfidence. They've won seven games in a row in the playoffs when they were all but left for dead. 3-1 against the Maple Leafs. And then, you know, because you're like, they're playing with total house money here. And then reality kind of sets in and you're like, this Vegas team has a lot more talent and a lot more depth. They can get third and fourth liners score goals. It doesn't have to be stone 
Stone or Pacioretty or Wild Bill Carlson, the normal usual suspects. They can get goals from their third and fourth lines. They play good defense. Nobody is better at blocking shots in the National Hockey League. They call that paying the price, if you hear that on commentary. Because VGK, they don't give up a lot of shots because those guys get in front of pucks and they take the blows and, and absorb the punishment. So, you know, you got to like what you're seeing out of this team. There's always that risk for a flat spot here. And obviously, they are going to have to play two games in, in, in Montreal. So maybe there's a spot where they can get God. But I just don't think they're going to be threatened this series. On the ice tonight, it is game two between the New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning in Tampa Bay, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Of course, New York leads the series one game to none, and we're seeing about the same pricing that we saw prior to the puck drop in game one of this series. Lightning minus 205 here at BetMGM. In the market is basically anywhere from minus 190 to minus 200 is the consensus. Looks like the high water market minus 205 here at BetMGM on the money line in the role of the favorite for the Tampa Bay Lightning and the same total five and a half but heavily juiced to the under West. Well and you saw in game one the Islanders best chance is to play this five on five Mm -hmm. because if they're going to get on the power play they're going to be in trouble like everybody else has been against Tampa Bay but Lightning only had two chances on the power play, and their only goal came in the six-on-four advantage in the final minute because we've seen Tampa Bay convert on 43% of their man advantage opportunities, and 41% of their overall goals have come on the power play. If the Islanders stay out of the box, they got a real good chance to win this series, and you're seeing it tonight in terms of the pricing. I think the South Point, right where we are, is the highest at plus 180. Bet MGM, I believe, has plus 165 out there. 170 is basically like the market average, but the price is already taxed. And I'll we'll, I'll be curious to ask Rob Pizzola, our guest, later in the hour. You're already paying the tax if you like Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. They're not giving you a cookie here where it's like, okay, we're going to give you minus 165 because we're going to make an adjustment because they lost and we got to give respect to the Islanders. 180, I think, was the ultimate closer on Sunday. Now you're seeing some 190. You're seeing $2. I think Tampa Bay is going to close a $2 favorite or more tonight just to say, okay, this is the Tampa Bay Lightning. They beat them last year. They're the defending cup champions. So if you like the Islanders, like I was saying, on the Nets, if you like them, bet it now. But if you like the New York Islanders, go ahead and wait on this. You might get a better price later this afternoon on these guys. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Tampa Bay won tonight. Uh, you know, they're a very good team. Sure. And, 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 and it's, it's kind of like we were talking about with Vegas. You know, yes. they, they had a little bit of a letdown. You know, the, the Islanders caught them in game one. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Lightning evened things up this evening. The series price has changed significantly. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a moment. It is the Lombardi line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Will Hill joins us next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. And 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. 800-889-9789. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Will Hill now joins us. One of the usual suspects here as a part of the Lombardi Line team. You can find his work in our online digital publication, Point Spread Weekly. That comes out every Wednesday. And you can also follow him on Twitter at not the will hill good to see you again mr hill on this tuesday morning and uh, i see you've got a couple of basketball games in mind today but specifically the bucks and the nets has landed on your card for tuesday wes and i were talking about this one and it seems like the general consensus is to you know the nets are done two out of the big three are injured and this is going to be the bucks the rest of the way which which way are you going on this one 
Well, I bet Bucks money line. I, I, let me just confess something. I spend way too much of my time, or maybe not enough time, just hit and refresh on my accounts, waiting for these games to pop up. <laughs> I got a 145 money line on the Bucks uh, early, or maybe late Sunday, early Monday. Not sure yet if I'll buy back. I think the four might be a little high. Uh, I was on the Bucks games three and four. I just thought the consensus was the Bucks are done. They can't win, which I thought was an overreaction, especially game four. I was like, you know what? The Bucks haven't even played well, and they're down 2-1 with a home game to tie it up. Um, obviously, they get fortunate with the Kyrie injury, but they might have won that game anyway. There's going to be a lot on Durant. I mean, I, I, I don't write the Nets off. The, the Nets are home. They got one of the 10 or 15 best players ever. Um, they'll probably get a more favorable whistle. I, I saw Nash working the refs already after game four, a la Phil Jackson, how he used to do that, how he used to work the refs through the media and, and complain about t- Tucker's physicality. So I think you'll get a better whistle with Durant. Uh, somebody had a funny tweet, a funny line that uh, Durant hasn't seen a double team since Obama was in office. I mean, think about it. He's, <laughs> he's playing with Clay Thompson and Curry. He's playing with Harden and Irving. It's going to be a different story now. He's going to see a lot of attention, a lot of Giannis, a lot of TJ, uh, PJ Tucker. So I, I, I'm kind of caught in between here. I might might play back on, on the Nets plus four or just let my Milwaukee money line ride. I know that the consensus is the Nets are done, and, and sometimes it, it's you know, profitable to be a contrarian, but sometimes the, the correct answer is a simple answer. And, you know, I, I thought going into the series, it was tossed up slightly nets, but I, I could make a case for Milwaukee. That's with Harden and with Irving, with none of, with, with two of those three guys out or with both those guys out. And I do not think Harden will play. Uh, I think tonight he'll probably go on the court, test it just to see where he's at for a game six. So, you know, I think Milwaukee will win. I think the win tonight, I think they'll win the series. But as far as laying the four, that's a stay away. That looks a little too high for me. Yeah, well, we were, Brady and I were talking about it in the open here. It's kind of like, I don't think that this price is going any more north here at minus four. I think that's probably where it's going to stick. And obviously, if you think that James Harden is going to try to give it a go, I'm leaning to know like you are. But if you think he is, then maybe you want to go ahead and grab this four if you're interested in the Nets. But I hope you get home here. I've got plus one and a half games on the Bucks for the series, so hopefully that gets home, but let's talk about what we saw last night. Stick with the association here, and let's go Sixers and Hawks, and the Sixers had a golden opportunity last night because that was a game that was there for the taking, and you know watching this league long enough, Will, that sometimes when you're a championship team, you got to win a game that's kind of like touch and go where you're not at your best, and Philadelphia clearly wasn't at their best last night, especially Joel Embiid in the second half, 0 for 12 from the floor. Felt like Philadelphia, you know, it was good for me, but it felt like Philadelphia kind of just let that one get away. It was right there for them, and they let it slip through. Yeah, a lot to unpack here. Uh, first, I thought you were going for when you watch this league long enough, I thought you were going to say when you let a team off the hook, it comes back to bite you. I think of the Nets being up three with less than a minute left in game three. I think of the Bucks raptors a couple years ago. The Bucks are 2-0 and, and get that game overtime, double overtime versus the Raptors. And it's like, oh, it's game three, no big deal. We're still up 2-0, we're still up 2-1. And these things turn quickly. So I'm worried as a, as a Sixers future ticket holder, at 12 to 1 to win the east man i was starting to feel really feel really good about it the way sunday broke with milwaukee looking like you know they might come out of it at least in terms of a hedging purpose but and b did not look good uh man and that meniscus injury you know that kind of lines up with with how he's playing where it can look good one day and then it just slowly deteriorate deteriorates and remember now this is not two days off in between games they play monday wednesday uh friday and yeah monday wednesday friday so it's every other day there's travel involved he just could not elevate. You saw that last play. I guess it's the second to last play when they were down one and he had a chance to finish. I mean, that's usually a play where he he will hammer it down, finish it, draw a foul. You know, he was just 
that was an ugly end of the game. He was trying to draw fouls. Everyone's flopping around like fishes. There's a lot of foul hunting, a lot of bad offense. And the thing that's scary for Philly, I, I bet Atlanta plus seven first thing in the morning today. I started, saw it's already gone to six. I think that's the right move. I think it might keep moving. The scary thing, if you're Philly, they shot pretty well from three. I think they finished 11 of 27, maybe. Um, they hit six of their first nine, and the Hawks missed a bunch of threes, missed a bunch of layups. And, it, you know, when you're up 18 there, you got a chance to finish the game, really finish the series, to let them hang around. I, I still favor the Sixers. Uh, I, I see the, the series price is plus 240 on the Hawks. I think there's value there. I think there's value on the Hawks plus six or seven tomorrow. I think it'll be six now. I don't think it'll go back to seven. So, like you said, missed opportunity for the Sixers. Slightly favor them to win the series, but I, you know, I wouldn't lay that 300 if I'm going to play anything there. It's the Hawks just with the uncertainty of Embiid. I mean, if, it, if Embiid's not healthy or not himself, these two teams are fairly even. Well, I know you've got a couple of baseball games uh, in your portfolio today, and I want to get to those. But uh, first of all, Jazz and Clippers, do you have any uh, action as far as a series future on this uh, series between L.A. and Utah? Yeah, I picked the Clippers in the series. I picked them to win exactly 4-2, to two, plus maybe 350-400. I got so many bets going, it's hard to keep track. But I had a plus number, which surprisingly is not dead. If they win tomorrow, you know, I can hedge and hope for a middle in game six. And I I think they figured something out with this small ball lineup. Get Zubac off the floor. You know, it's like playing a, a team with a good run defense in football. You can't run at them. You got to spread them out, and you got to spread Gobert out, put five shooters on the floor. I think they've done that well. Um, you know, I'm not sure how healthy Mitchell is, but then Kawhi leaves early. I mean, I keep saying it. We're all going to be doctors by the end of these NBA playoffs. Is who's healthy, who's limping, who's really hurt, who's a little hurt. It's really, it's really hard to discern all this medical information. But I'm not sure Mitchell's 100% healthy. He looked like he tweaked his ankle a little bit. I think if you're the Clippers, you maybe run him off the three-point line, make him finish, make him attack the basket, which maybe he's not as comfortable doing. I think the Clippers are the better team. I think they'll they'll get through in this series and. And if I had to pick a champion right now, it's it's really you know a fool's errand with all these injuries and all the uncertainty. I might pick the Clippers. I think they have the best roster remaining. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Will, and I went ahead and jumped in after game one on the L.A. Clippers, so hopefully they're able to get it done. But baseball, uh, big card, everybody in action tonight, and we'll start in City Field in Flushing, Queens, New York. Cubs against the Mets here. Alec Mills, Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker's been very good this year. You're kind of looking at that XFIP and saying, okay, at over four, is he going to regress here? But so far, he has not really done that. He's been kind of a revelation on this staff, a reclamation project there in New York. They're laying about $1.40 by and large on market average to the Cubs tonight. Who do you like in this spot? I mean, it never fails. You take the words right out of my what? My mouth, Wes. It's really, it's impressive. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's going to come back to the pack at some point. I mean, he's probably going to make the all-star team. I think there's another Mets pitcher that has a chance to make the all-star team. In <laughs> maybe he'll make it, maybe not. I think they should just let him in just to be nice. Uh, yeah, let he's him into come the back Hall of the Fame. I know it's unbelievable. Um, you know, Walker, like you said, he's going to come back to the pack eventually. I think what saved him, he's only given up a couple homers. He keeps the, he keeps getting bet against, but he keeps outperforming his metrics. To me, this, he's just a better pitcher than Mills. Um, you know, the Mets are home. I think they got like twenty thousand max capacity now. That's a that's an enthusiastic crowd. You know, they're kind of reinvigorated, even though Lindor hasn't played well. That trade and the new ownership has brought a new lease, to, new lease on life to that fan base. So I think the home crowd is an advantage as we reintegrate home home court, home field into our handicaps. Uh, better pitcher with Walker. So I'm going to lay the short price here with the Mets. Well, another game you're looking at today is Toronto and the Yankees. This one is in Toronto. And uh, you are on the Blue Jays here. You and I are oppo on this one. I took the Yankees plus 
108. The Blue Jays are about a minus 125 favorite. Uh, plead your case, my friend. Well, have you ever been waiting for a ride and your ride's 15 minutes late, a half hour late, an hour late, and eventually you realize they're not coming? That's how I feel with the Yankees. They're just, they're slow. They can't run the bases. They don't defend well. They haven't hit. Uh, Cole's great, but after that, their pitching's mediocre. To me, I just look at this matchup. Maybe it's a wash with the pitching matchup. Maybe a slight edge to Rio, uh, who's been pretty good. Montgomery's been solid, too. Much better lineup with Toronto. That is a dynamic lineup, man. If they could ever trade for Scherzer or get some bullpen help, that's a team that could be dangerous because they can really hit. They're fun to watch. So, to me, the pitching matchup's a wash in the Toronto lineup. It's weird to say anybody has a better lineup than the Yankees, but the Yankees just haven't produced offensively, and and the Jays can really hit. So, I'll, I'll lay the number here with the Jays. Yeah, I can't quite get off of them yet. Seeing in the seeing them in the role of the underdog looked attractive to me today. We will see. Uh, let's get to the golf real quick, my friend. Uh, you've got four plays to win the U.S. Open, and two of them match up with me. You're on Lee Westwood, the old-timer, who's had a pretty darn good year, had a great year here at Torrey Pines in 2008, and he's at a nice price, probably in the neighborhood of uh, 150 to 1, I imagine. You're on Ryan Palmer as well. The one that confuses me, Matthew Wolf. he's kind of been- been uh, off the radar a little bit with injury. Uh, Matthew Wolf, what led you to him? He's just been good to me in the past. I guess I'm feeling charitable this week. I mean, he, like he said, he's had a he's had a bad year. Injuries, withdrawals, disqualifications. I mean, you name it. But seeing him at 150 to one, I think the talent is there. And I, I guess I'm just feeling charitable. Uh, you know, uh, Westwood, Watson, um, Palmer, like you mentioned. You know, come, doing my research for this, it's hard to believe that was 13 years ago in 2008 with uh, Rocco Media and Tiger. But as always, I'll check out Long Shots, read Point Spread Weekly, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll keep it going here and find a winner. Yeah, the crew's been awful hot. Uh, that's three weeks in a row we've landed on the outright winner. So very good, Will. Enjoy the U.S. Open, of course, the baseball and the basketball, and we'll talk to you again next week vcent.com slash subscribe. We'll check it out, guys. See you. Thanks. All right. That is one hour in the books. On the other side, we're going to talk some hockey, more playoff basketball, and we'll get to some baseball games that Wes and I are on today as well. Stick with us at vcent, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.